And hello all, this is Lala Madness and this is another episode of The Fierce Review. And you can follow me on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram at Lala Madness of course. And also on Facebook at The Lala Madness. Now today our topics will be the 10 year challenge that everyone is doing now on Facebook and Instagram and other social media sites. And Bill's 20L, I'm sorry, and Bill's HR24 and HR25, which entered Congress. And also the PG&E that is set to file for bankruptcy. Everyone doesn't know who PG&E is, but those on the West Coast and in California do. So, um, at the, so as far as the, and we'll jump right into it with the 10 year challenge since that was first. Now, according to CBS this morning, there is the 10-year challenge, which I'm sure some of you have possibly participated in um, within the last week or so. And it was sparked by Jada Pinkett Smith and other celebrities who you post a current picture of yourself with a 10-year-old picture so that you can compare the difference and show how good you still look. That's the gist of it. However, let's talk about what's really happening with it and what's going on behind the scenes as far as what it could possibly be used for. So, um, now, there was a previous thing um, as far as Google Arts and Culture. That was something that um, Google had where it could match your picture in comparison to a work of art or a previous picture that may have been posted like a famous work of art or something of that nature. Now, they did state that they discarded the photo um, of your selfies. However, Pop Sugar, who was another company, they released its own app to find celebrity doppelgangers with comparisons to your photo in a twinning challenge, which is similar to the 10-year challenge. So these photos were secured, were stored, rather, on a unsecured server. What does that mean? That the pictures are just there and anyone can access them unsecured exactly what it sounds like now instagram users who participated in the hashtag top 9 2018 may have given their email addresses and other user data to a company in uruguay does anyone know anybody in uruguay that you would want your email address and personal information sent over to because you hashtag something and participated in the challenge mm, not too sure about that but that's exactly what's happening that's what's happened okay now, Facebook did release a statement on the issue stating our facial recognition systems are not tracking, studying, or aware of this meme. Also stating this is a user-generated meme that went viral on its own. Facebook did not state that trending the meme did not state that the meme uses photos that already exist on Facebook. So they're basically saying that they gain nothing from this because the photos that are used are from the users who owns the photo however it's stored on their database so now it comes into the play of is it safe to do that or not and what is really behind it or what is the gist so Kate O'Neill of Wired Magazine which is a very popular magazine for a lot of tech folks and things of that nature if you're into that um, and they posted an article and she stated thanks to the meme there's now a very large data set of carefully curated photos of people from roughly 10 years ago and now. So other experts have also said it trains a machine's learning algorithm to determine how people age in regards to facial recognition and tracking. 
I'm telling you what they said. I didn't make this up. Okay. So, now, um, as far as that goes, this is something other researchers can use. This can be used by insurance companies to see if other, um, if you're worth insuring. Because um, if you looked a certain way 10 years ago, you look this way now. Now, of course, you know you have plastic surgery, all that Botox, great, wonderful. However, people change. Some change more rapidly than others. And some have a slower, you know, don't age so fast. However... You know, surgery could change all that, of course, and you can look like whoever. I'm just saying. But at the end of the day, um, the pictures are a treasure trove of information for companies working with facial recognition and artificial intelligence. They don't know who could be using the data. Facebook uses facial recognition currently for tagging photos and more, but some people already call it Fedbook. Now, we've heard that term before as well, so... Use that to your own discretion. Wink, wink. Now, the hashtags on Facebook and Instagram do make it easy for people to go ahead and get those pictures and compare them. Just put the hashtag in. You'll pull up hundreds, thousands of pictures that will give you a comparison of 10 years before, 10 years after. A machine then that does art or uses artificial intelligence. And most machines are built on um, algorithms to try to determine Oh, like when they go get the mummies and things of that nature, they want to know what they look like. They use facial recognition. They use algorithms and things that are already in place that they've already used before. They can kind of build a trend of the aging process. Just so you just in case you're unfamiliar with how that works. So now as far as that goes, you know, um, as far as what Kate O'Neill said, post your pictures wisely. You know, you put it side by side, there's a good chance that we know exactly what you look like now. And then in 10 years, when you do something stupid, we know how to find your ass because we're going to use that algorithm and then just find out what you may possibly look like now. And are your photos safe or not? Mm, there's speculation on both ends. One end says we have nothing to do with users posts. One says, well, it's kind of pretty public and it can be used for other things, especially if I go get an insurance policy, and the last thing I want is my insurance agent using a picture from 10 years ago to be able to say if I'm insurable and beneficial to them or not, or what type of risk I am. Hmm. Anyway, moving right on along from the 10-year from the, um, challenge. Now, um, Congress.gov, which is public information. It's stating that, um, it's letting us know that Bill HR 24 has gone up in order to be, um, gone up to be discussed and getting ready to be signed. Possibly. Now, we do know with all the government shutdown and things that's going on right now, everyone, everything's in chaos. That is a whole nother video that I have totally separate notes on that I'm not going to fuse with this because that's going to kind of be a, a moment of madness. Because I can say what I want there. And, okay. Now, Bill H.R. 24 is actually going to, um, for the Federal Reserve Transparency Act of 2019, that is trying to be signed into office. That will give you transparency with the Federal Reserve. It was pushed through Congress, but not reported in the media. Why? Why would that be? I have no clue. However, 
here we have that so you can look it up yourself congress.gov to get all of the information on what this bill actually entails bill hr 24 so now that's basically saying you will have complete transparency on what's going on between the money exchange from the federal reserve and the citizens and also the government slash united states slash whoever you want to consider it as now um, once that's signed, you're supposed to be able to know what's going on, but people don't even know now what's going on when they have the transparency available to a certain point. So, you know, the Federal Reserve, if I, okay, so for instance, I wanted to make a $20,000 purchase, and this is true, so I called the bank and I said, yes, I need you to move $20,000 into this account so I can purchase this business. They told me I have to wait till Monday because they got to wait to tell the Federal Reserve to move it over there. Well, then my money is in your bank, though. However, it's not. The Federal Reserve has it all. And what they do is borrow money. You know, the money you put in the bank is actually how the bank survived. They gain interest on your money that you put there. And then charge you these extra rates and blah, 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 blah for holding your money. That's really they're not holding. The Federal Reserve is holding. You're just account holders for your money that they have for you that they don't even have because the Federal Reserve really has. Get it? But now you might have transparency with Bill H.R. 24. Okay, now moving on to Bill H.R. 25, which is the Fair Tax Act of 2019. That is the name of this bill. Now get this. It will shut down the IRS. Why are these bills coming into play right now while everybody's worried about these food stamps, this Section 8 and all this. they catching that on the news. But are you catching that the H.R. 25 and H.R. 24 bills are going up to Congress? That has, is going to directly affect the Federal Reserve and taxes and the IRS. Now, if it shuts the IRS down, it will repeal income taxes. Now, this would eliminate the current one-third tax rate that's currently being taken from your payroll check at the moment. It would also eliminate income taxes, payroll taxes, estate taxes, gift taxes, and the only thing it's going to cover or take out of your check from here on out will be Social Security taxes. So, that sounds like a good thing if you are not happy with the about one-third taxes that comes out your checks for everything together, FICA, state, government, whatever. Fine. Then now... If they pass Bill H.R. 25 that they just sent up while everybody's in a frenzy, you won't have to pay any taxes. What they want to do is push a general national sales tax or make it at the statewide level where your state will determine what your tax rate is. Okay, and that will be state level. Now, as far as the federal level, you income taxes, payroll, estate, and gift taxes will no longer be a thing. It's just one little flat rate tax. And that'll be that. Now, a note or two. The IRS is not affiliated with the government. Many people are unaware. They think that, um, yes, you can get a student loan. You can do this. You can do that. Um, they're the ones that's going to harass you and tell you what you owe, how much back taxes you need to pay, what they're going to garnish, levy, and all this from you. If you don't pay A, B, C, and D set amount, we all know who the IRS is. But most people only know who the IRS is when it comes to tax time, when they're waiting on a refund and they're blowing the IRS up because don't nobody call the IRS until about 
mm, January. And they call them all the way up to May. So they trying to figure out where the hell they check at if they get one. If you get a refund. If you owe taxes, nobody is stressing about calling the IRS. And you're damn near going to wait until April to file them shits. Okay. No rush on that. So, now, they are once again a debt collection company. Okay. The IRS is not affiliated with the government. They are a debt collection company that is um, the headquarters and the main place is really in Puerto Rico somewhere. Okay. Not even here. All right. For the Federal Reserve and have no jurisdiction really over any assets because they're a debt collector. If you look up the articles of incorporation for the IRS, they are not affiliated with the government. They are a separate entity. Like as in, if you go create an LLC, you could damn be the IRS if you a debt collector. How about that? Okay. So, um, what it is, is that it has to be, um, it has been pretty much extortion over time. So you think that you owe the IRS, but you can't owe someone that's not even a sound body because they don't even have a board. Might want to look that up too. They shouldn't even really have existed in the first place. They've been operating illegally the whole time. And you've been scared to death trying to figure out who to pay and who not to pay. You're not even paying them. They're getting paid a debt collection fee for the shit that they collect from you. That's why they're so aggressive because they need that change in order to keep operating. So they can keep collecting a check from the Federal Reserve. Now... So that this doesn't get too lengthy with my opinions, I'm just going to keep reporting the news. Now that we've discussed bills H.R. 24 and H.R. 25, which is the Federal Reserve Transparency Act of 2019, which once again would eliminate, um, would give you transparency with the Federal Reserve. And also H.R. 25, which is the Fair Tax Act that will basically shut down the IRS. And there'll be a one whole general national sales tax. All right. Now, as far as PG&E goes, PG&E is set to file for bankruptcy. Now, those on the West Coast, I grew up in California, so I am well aware of who PG&E is. I'm well aware of the California fires that have been happening um, over the last couple months or so. And a lot about how those fires are going down, that people that are there have no clue what's really happening. But I am not here to discuss that. Now, am I? Now, I'm just ripping the news, which is what I'm going to continue to do. So now, PG&E is set to file for bankruptcy. So state authorities are heavily investigating PG&E's role in causing the campfire that claimed at least 87 lives in November. 87, 87 lives in November. Okay. Okay, 8 and 7 is 15. 1 and 5 is 6. Okay, in November. Anyway, alongside a crisis of reputation, the company is facing billions of dollars in damages. Now, these 87 people died in November in this campfire, and now... PG&E, we know they have been around for a long time. Oh, they've been around for a long time. I mean, my mama's 70, and PG&E was around then. They've been kicking. They've been around for a minute, okay? Now, there are currently over 100 surviving 
100 survivors, which are filing lawsuits. So 87 died, but 100 people survived, and they're the ones that suing. Mm -hmm. And probably a couple family members that have lost their loved ones due to this negligence or whatever it was that occurred in regards to this campfire that PG&E um, wants to file bankruptcy for so that they don't have to take responsibility for the fire. All right. Keep that in mind. Listen carefully. They don't have to take responsibility for the fire by filing bankruptcy, which they all are already set to do. They've already got it in the works to file. So what does that mean for the 87 people that died and the 100 survivors that are filing? It actually means that if you end up getting paid a percentage of the amount that they're, that they're owed, then that would affect the injured parties as well. So in addition, ratepayers will ultimately have to pay back PG&E's debt if they want to keep the lights on. Because what other power company you got? Or your lights going to be high as hell if them little makeshift power companies come in there. But then all the grids is that. But then we do know that the Department of Homeland Security recently posted in, a December, um, in December on their website that the United States citizens need to prepare for six months with no power. No medication and no food. That's why they're selling all those little survival packs now. So that you can get so much food to last for so long. You know, to feed so many people. And you want to get lots of water because Department of Homeland Security say you're going to need that for six months. And it just so happens that PG&E is filing for bankruptcy after these fires started with these 87 people that got killed. And it happens to be about 80-something days Later, almost about 60-something days, that they decided to now want to file because they don't want to get sued. Now, the thing is, they can get sued, but if they file bankruptcy, they'll still be in operation. And guess who's going to pick up the tab? The citizens. Because PG&E is not going to be responsible. They're going to increase your rates. They're going to go up. And you're still going to be flicking on the same power. The power didn't get supercharged or nothing. Wasn't nothing special about it. It's just the fact that now, you know, uh, you just be kind of ass out. Okay? I'm just going to keep it real. You still have power. But if you don't agree to the rate increase, you won't have power. Because then PG&E going to say, well, we can't operate because we don't have it. And we can't afford to get sued. That's what people do. When people wonder why how people credit gets so good seven years, they don't care to go rack up a bunch of debt, have a bunch of surgeries, buy a bunch of houses and cars. Then you go file bankruptcy. And then half of the shit you keep and then you don't have to owe nobody. And then you just wait a couple of years and they start sending credit cards and all that again. I never had a credit card. No. If I don't have a cash, I don't need it. Okay. I don't do a good thing with like, you give me something, I pay it back. And I don't know. No, let me get that now or let me not get that. Okay. But PG&E said they're going to burn y'all down. Be responsible for burning y'all down. Not pay the damages for the hundred surviving uh, filed lawsuits that are already in play. And they said that you're going to pay for it, the people that they actually service. Now, let me stop rambling and just get to the article, child. Anyway, so if the creditors, um, if the creditors only end up getting paid a percentage of the amount that they're owed, that would affect the injured parties. Okay, 
Now, the utility has already sought for permission from the U.S. energy regulators for a 9.5% increase in transmission charges due to the higher risk of wildfires. Now, what's the higher risk? Y'all started the fire, right? Or some, y'all was negligent in some part of it. So, y'all, you want the citizens to pay for a 9.5% increase for negligence or for the higher risk? I mean, why is the risk higher? Just in case you get sued again. I mean, I don't know what that's about. Okay. The rate payers will ultimately have to pay back PG&E's debt if they want to keep it on. Translating to a cost. Okay. For the average customer. Now, there is no way that yo, you guys don't understand how all of this coincides together. You have your facial recognition. Two bills, H.R. 24 and H.R. 25, that directly relate to money and also taxes and abolishing the IRS. And the IRS that everybody's probably going to be waiting on refunds for this year as well. Keep that in mind. Don't forget, if there's no IRS, where are you getting your money from? The Federal Reserve, which will be your transparency because there'll be no need for a debt collector. Because they won't have all these taxes to manage and figure out what you own, what you don't, because you only owe one tax. And that'll be your Social Security tax and the state tax. Well, one tax outside of your state taxes, which will be the Social Security. Okay? So, oh, and the wildfires that PG&E doesn't want to pay the 100 people that have been started, regardless of whose fault, how, what, where. Somehow they were found negligent and at fault for people to be suing you and for you to want to not come unasked the cash is pretty much because you're going to file bankruptcy and keep it pushing and still service the same people. Now, how twisted is that? I have never, because it's a monopoly, it's dominating. And when you stay in the same place, which is, I'm not going to lie, that's why I left. I could care less who feels any way about it. I know that why would I be in a state where there's one, you have only one power company choice. You only have one this. Um, the rent is ridiculous. So if I'm going to make the same amount there, pay some high, the same. Now, I know people that's making not enough an hour there, but they rent is like a whole, basically they hold monthly income. Then, of course, those people are going to be on Section 8 and need public assistance and all of these other things. Now, if you be bold and take your ass to another state, once you research where you need to go, then maybe you'll find that they're making the same thing that y'all are making. And they rented seven and eight hundred dollars for a better crib than what y'all are rocking right now. Sometimes you have to take a chance and go do something else. OK, it, it can be done, but I feel sorry for the people that are there that now the rate is going to be increased and power is already as high as it is. But then now why would the Department of Homeland Security say prepare for no power? So, and let me know your thoughts on that. I'm always welcome for comments, questions, concerns, and your opinions because I'm going to give you mine. And once again, this is the Fierce Review, La La Madness. Follow me on YouTube, Twitter, and also uh, SoundCloud. Don't forget that. YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Boom. Because I have different stuff on pretty much all the platforms. Depending on what you're looking for, different audiences. So, at the end of the day, 
I'm out. Have a good one.